same, but it's different. Let's take a peek at it. Let's see what we got. Can you say that with me pretty loud? I have confidence. One more time. I have confidence. The bulk of this message today is going to talk about prayer. Do you have confidence when you pray? I want you to have confidence when you pray. And this is what John wants. John wants you to have confidence when you pray. God wants you to have confidence when you pray. So we're going to talk about it. How can you have confidence when you pray in kooky? Say, amen? Come on. I hear some of the kookiest, craziest prayers on Christian TV. You want to have a good time sometime? Turn it on. And it's crazy, some of the stuff. How can we have confidence and pray according to the Scriptures and according to the will of God? And when we do that, we can lay our head down. We can get up from off that floor and we can walk forward with confidence. Amen? That's what we want to talk about today. Let's look at it. I have confidence. So let's finish First John chapter number 5. We made it through verse 13 last week. But we want to hit verse 13 one more time. One of my favorite Scriptures. Say it with me if you don't mind. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that you have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. So, the first thing, pop it up, Raj. Push me now if you don't mind, buddy. Say that with me. I have confidence that I am saved. That's what John's been trying to do. These people were screwed up in their head. These, and that's what, that's what false teaching can do to you. I mean, you get somebody that you, that's in a place of authority and leadership and you put yourself under and you, and you think, well, i got to listen. They, they make it, they're smarter than I am, you know, you think. And so all of a sudden they were taking advantage of that and over many, many years had perverted the gospel and you had people not even knowing if they were saved anymore. They don't even know what they believe. And so John wrote this book to combat that. And he really wrote it so that you and I would have confidence that we're saved. It's not arrogant to know that when you die, you're going to heaven. Come on, it's not arrogant. It's having confidence in Jesus Christ. I believe He died on the cross. I believe He rose from the dead. I believe He's the only way to God the Father, period. And I found Him. And I have Him. That's confidence. You ought to know that. That's okay. All right? That's okay. Now, guys, we know we're sinners. And when you get saved, you're still a sinner. You hear me, yes or no? You still struggle. But if we confess our what? Sin, He's what? Faithful and just to forgive us our sin, to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You that have children, which is probably most of you, you know when your kids have done wrong or they've, they've, they've turned on you, they've turned from you. You don't stop loving them. Hurts you, right? But you don't stop loving them. God doesn't stop loving us, guys. We need to have confidence that we're saved even when we miss the mark. You, you don't think God knows we're going to miss the mark? Say, oh, he's saved now. He's going to be perfect. Are you kidding me? It's not going to happen. All right? So, but you need to have confidence that you're saved. And put your confidence in Christ, not your confidence in your flesh. Not your confidence in a bunch of rules. Not your confidence in knowledge. I'm smart now. I know Jesus, so I got it down pat now. Put your confidence in the blood of Christ, which cleanses from all sin. Put your confidence in Him when He said, I've written your name in the Lamb's book of life. Amen? Say, 
And he didn't do it with a pencil that he could erase it. Amen. Come on. You need to have confidence that you're saved. That's what 1 John 5.13 is saying. I believe that Jesus is the Christ. Do you believe that Jesus is the Christ? He's the anointed one. He's the Son of God. He's the Messiah. He's the only one that you can go to to get to God the Father. Do you believe that? Or do you believe there are other ways? If you believe there are other ways, you're believing something that's not in the Bible. You hear me? You're believing something that somebody with knowledge made up. Refuse that. Y'all hear me? Yes or no? Doesn't mean you hate other people that don't believe in Jesus. No, we're to love these people. We're to love all people because God so loved all the world. Amen? But we sometimes think that if we're like we meet them on middle ground, you know, they believe, we believe, so therefore it'll be a good... No, 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 no. You love them, but you stand firm on your faith and what you believe. In Jesus Christ. Amen? Y'all hear me? Amen. I know I have eternal life. That's what 1 John 5.13 is saying. These things have I written unto you that believe on the Son of God that you might know that you have eternal life. Amen? And then it says, and that you may believe in the name of the only begotten Son of God or in the name of the Son of God. Alright? What's that saying? Once we become a believer in Christ... We have eternal life. We need to know that. I have eternal life. I believe in Christ. He said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Is that what he said? Yes. So I believe in Jesus Christ. So now I know I have eternal life. I know I have eternal life. I know I have eternal life. What's that last part of that verse? That you might believe on the name of the Son of God. The idea is that you might continue to believe. That you might continue to believe. Guys, you need to continue to believe. Okay, I, I'm saved because I was there when it happened. But I'm saved also. You know why? Because I still continue to believe. I know I'm saved today because I believe in Christ today. Amen, say. Do you believe in Him today or just when you were a little kid? Well, I believed when I was like five. How about when you were 55? How about when you were 75? Do you still believe in Jesus? When tough situations come in your life, continue Continue. When other people stand up and preach some false gospel, you go, Hey! Nah, I'm not buying that bull. I'm going to believe in Jesus Christ. Y'all hear me, yes or no? Amen? That's what John is saying here. When I believed in Jesus Christ, it was not the what? But it was the what? It was the beginning. This is the beginning. This is the beginning. For me, I was about 16 years old. My mother was a drunk. She's about 41, 42. So it, different people start at different times believing Christ. Amen? The point is, that's the beginning of my belief. Amen? Now, I'm saved. My name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. He's not going to throw me out with the trash. I'm saved by the blood of Christ. But that's the beginning of my life in Christ right there. And I'm going to keep on believing. That's what John is saying. He's talking to these believers. This old apostle is trying to help them. Now, the thief comes not but to what? Steal, kill, and to destroy but Jesus said, I'm come that you might have what? Life. And that you might have it more what? Or life to the full. Believe in Christ and know that you have a full life and a great life ahead of you. This is the life I live. I live for Christ. It's the life I'm, I've chosen to live. I'm a saved person. I believe in Christ. This is the way I'm going to live. And that's what John is saying. So I have confidence that I'm saved. Say that with me one more time. I have confidence that I am Can you say that? Do you know that? 
Is your faith in Christ? If it's in Sunday school or I'm a good person, man, what's going to happen when you're not in Sunday school? Oh, my gosh, I'm not in church. I'm going to hell. Was the church thing the thing that got you to heaven anyway? No. Or what happens when, you, when you're not good? How many would say there was a time in my life this week that I just really wasn't that good? Can I see your hand? Look at that. Well, what happens? Does that mean you're going to go to hell right then? <laughs> or is your confidence not in yourself and in your own good works, but in Jesus Christ? Believe that. Continue in that. Amen? Y'all hear me or not? All right. Now, the second thing. I have confidence in prayer. Now, help me with that one. I have confidence in prayer. A lot of people in this room don't have confidence in prayer. You don't have confidence when you pray. Let's talk about it this morning. Let's look at it. Let's see, see if John can help us. Especially, especially when we have sometimes beliefs or we have, we're weak in our, in our faith in Christ a little bit. It really hurts our prayer life. So you need to, when you're truly confident that I'm saved, I truly, I'm confident, I know I've been bought by the blood, I know my name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life, I know He ever lives to intercede for me, I know I'm His, He's never going to disown me or throw me away, it's not ever going to happen, thank you Lord for being a good, good, good Father to me, amen, so when you have that kind of confidence, it'll come out in your prayer life, did I lose you? This confidence in salvation can come out in your prayer life and you can have confidence there. Let's keep looking. And this is the what? Confidence that we have in Him. In who? In Jesus. That if we ask anything according to His will, He what? He hears us. Now this is on the tail of 1 John 5.13. That you might know that you have eternal life. That you might believe that Jesus is the Son of God. This is going to propel you now. This knowledge of eternal life. This continual knowledge that I'm a believer in Christ. Regardless of what these crazy jokers over here say. And it's going to propel you into an amazing confidence in prayer. You hear me? So, that's what he's saying. This is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. I am totally confident in Jesus Christ. Say that with me. I am totally confident in Jesus Christ. When we pray, we're not... That's why I don't mean to be unkind. But we don't pray to a man. You hear me? We don't confess to a man our sins. Because I ain't confident in that joker. Excuse me. Y'all hear me, yes or no? But I'm confident in Jesus. I'm totally confident in Jesus. Amen? That's why we can have confidence, guys, when we pray. I'm totally confident in Jesus. Wherefore, Jesus is able to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by Him, seeing He ever lives to make what? Intercession for them or for us who are believers. Now, the things which we have spoken, this is the sum. We have such a high priest, Jesus, who is set now on the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens. Confidence. You hear me? He's ever living to make intercession. He's seated right now on the right hand of the majesty of God on high, looking unto Jesus, the author and what? Finisher of our what? Faith. Who for the joy that was set before Him, He endured the cross... He despised the shame, and now, where is he? He sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. 
This is Jesus. We need to have confidence. I'm totally confident. Now, look at the verse again. And this is the confidence that we, listen, we're fine. This is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to what will, His will, He what? That's what I said earlier this morning. There's some goofy praying going on. It's stuff out there. I mean, if you know it's crazy, don't you think he knows it's crazy? Say, yes or no? I'm not saying you can't ask anything, and and it might seem crazy to some people. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying stuff that's just just crazy, okay? Listen, we don't don't need to have our confidence in that. We need to have our confidence in him. And we, we ask according to his will, he hears us. Now, let's break that verse down. Pop it up. Say that with me. I can what? Say it louder. I can what? I can ask. You need to have confidence that whatever it is, I can ask. I can ask. Have your kids ever asked you something crazy? Say, say, hey, Mom, can we go to Alaska Sunday? You know, can we ride on the back of a whale? Can we go to the moon? I mean, kids ask crazy things, right? Come on. We can ask. We can ask. You can, ask, you can ask God. You can ask Jesus. Okay? So that's the first thing we see here. I can ask. You lust, you have not. You cheat on the desire, that's what you do. I lust, you have not. You fight war, and you have not. You have not because you want. You have not because you You turned off your mic. Loud. It seemed like I was fine. Didn't help on a computer, though, did it, with the Internet? Sorry, people. I get excited. My fingers are moving. (laughs) Here we go. Listen, we have not because we ask not. So the first thing this verse is teaching us is we can what? We can ask. Now let's keep moving. Say that with me. I can ask. One more time. I can ask. I can ask anything. I can ask when I pray. I am confident. I, I believe in Christ. He is my Father, my Savior forevermore. Nothing's going to change that. So why can't I be comfortable? Why can't I be comfortable and ask Him stuff? And why can't, if I have that relationship with Him, if forevermore I'm His and He's mine, why can't I ask Him anything? That's what this is. I can ask Him for anything. Be careful for nothing. But in what? In everything by what? Prayer and supplication with what? Let your requests be made known unto God. So I can ask and I can ask anything. All right? So that's understood, guys. I can ask and I can ask anything. But wait a minute. I can ask. And sometimes the kids ask stuff and the answer is no. Sometimes the answer is, absolutely not. You've lost your mind. Amen? Okay, listen. So, I can ask, and I can ask anything, but, 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 say this with me. I should ask according to God's will. Now, we're talking about confidence today. Now, guys, no, you can't have a whole lot of confidence that you're going to ask God anything and get everything. 
You shouldn't have confidence in that. I'm going to ask God anything. Doesn't matter if it's His will or not. And I'm going to get it. I'm going to name it, claim it, blab it, have it, and it's mine. See, I think that's crazy, guys. Why does that work if you live in America, but doesn't work if you live in a third world country? Over here in America, you can pray for a new home and a new this and a new that and a new everything. But a third world country, that all they're going to get is a bowl of rice. Are we better than them? No, we're not better than them. I'm not saying we don't ask things, guys. Don't get me wrong. But man, do we really need to... We need to ask according to God's will. We need to ask according to God's will. Okay? Yes or no? We don't need to ask upon our lust. Nothing like that. So much, many times our prayer is based on our lust and desires and things that we want. Listen, and you can ask, and you can ask anything. Because he's your dad. But don't, don't get disappointed with dad when he says no to your craziness. Amen. Say. Oh, I asked him and he didn't answer it. And you know. We pray sometimes for somebody that we love that's sick. And they die. Well, the Bible says it's appointed unto man once to die. And after this, the judgment. But because we prayed and they died, we think God doesn't love us anymore. He doesn't hear us. He didn't answer our prayer. He let mama die. Well, guys, mama was going to die anyway. I'm sorry to be cold and hard. I'm not trying to be. But we need to, when we're praying for mama, pray according to God's will. Y'all hear me? Yes or no? This is our confidence. Our confidence is in Him. That He knows best. Let's keep unpeeling this. Even Jesus prayed this way. You mean Jesus didn't just ask and ask anything and whether it was God's will or not? He was a Son of God. And look how He prayed. He was in the garden going to the cross. He withdrew Himself from His disciples about a stone's throw. He kneeled down and prayed. Say this prayer with me. Father, if Thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but Thine be. Man, you think if Jesus prayed according to God's will, you should pray according to God's will? Yes or no? If the Son of the living God prayed according to God's will, (laughs) I think Gary should. Amen? And not be disappointed or discouraged when I don't get my way. Knowing that my Father knows best. Having that kind of confidence. That's why it's built on 1 John 5, 13. Amen? 14 comes after 13. I know that I believe in Jesus. I know that I have eternal life. I know that I'm continuing to believe in Jesus. And because of that... Now I'm having my confidence strengthened in my prayer life. Keep looking. Jesus taught His disciples to pray this way. Not only did He pray this way, He taught His disciples. I mean, we're talking to 12, all right? Which, you know, if the 12 were taught that way, what makes us think we shouldn't do it that way? Say it with me. The Lord's Prayer, not all of it. Here we go. Thy kingdom come... Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Amen? So, I can ask, yes, be confident. And I can ask anything. And I think you ought to pour pour out your heart. And I don't give a hoot if somebody thinks what I'm asking is crazy because I'm not doing it out public anyway trying to get some kind of glory out of folk. 
I think when you pray to the Lord, you can ask Him. I think you can ask Him anything. Even if it seems kooky, okay? But don't forget, guys, to ask according to His will. Y'all hear me, yes or no? See, that makes the kooky come down to earth. (laughs) Amen. Come on. Here we go. Then how do I pray? I pray according to God's what? Say it one more time. I pray according to who? To God's will. This is how I'm to pray. That's why you can say, you know, people say, well, I don't know how to pray. Well, let's review one more time. You believe in Christ? Yes. You believe you have eternal life? Yes. You continue to believe in Christ? Yes. I can ask, you, you can ask, right? Do you have, can you ask? Can you ask a question? Have you been able to ask questions in your life? Yes. You've been able to ask for something? When you were hungry, did you go, hey, did you go to a fast food place? Ask for something. Then if you can ask, you qualify. You can ask for anything. Sure. Yeah. But you're going to ask according to God's what? Listen, anybody can do this. Yes or no? Anybody can pray. Keep looking. Now, how do I pray? This is so important, guys. Stay with me. You're going to lose it. How can I pray according to God's will? Now, here's Gary talking. I think it's lined up in the Bible as well. I pray through His Word. What do I mean according to His will? Listen to what Jesus said. If you abide in Me and My words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. Pray through the Word of God. Keep looking. When I'm abiding in Christ and His Word, the Scriptures, when I'm abiding in Christ and in His Word day by day, then my will becomes more aligned with His will. Does that make any sense? Now, if I just keep living life according to Gary... This is what Mama said. This is what the coach said. This is what everybody else said. But I don't know what God said. That I'm going to live life this way. But as I read the Word of God, I'm going to start to hear how He wants me to live life. I'm going to start to hear how, what He thinks on situations. And that's going to affect my prayer life. Yes or no? Okay? So, when, my, when I'm abiding in Christ... Now look at this one. God's agenda... And my will need to be in line for me to have confidence that it will answer my prayer. Won't you say that with me? God's agenda, His Word, His Word, and my will need to be in line for me to have what? Confidence that He will answer my prayer. If you're asking God to bless the lie that you told to the boss at work so you could get the raise... Oh, Lord, I pray I get that raise. Give me that raise. But I've been lying like a dog about it. But give me that raise because I believe in you. You know what God's saying? You're a liar. And you need to know if you're going to get the raise, do right. Yes or no? I know that's sort of a crazy way to... But that's what we do so often. We ask the Lord for things that are not at all based on His Word or truth in His Word. And then we get all confused, discouraged, and that's where the enemy comes in because that's what he wants you to do. He wants you to pervert the Word, twist the Word. God says, you abide in my Word. and You ask what you will and it will be done unto you. Amen? Keep looking. I have confidence. Keep looking. If we, at verse 15. So anyway, 
So that's what we've been talking about a little bit so far. Got it so far? I have confidence in prayer. I can ask. I can ask anything. But I'm going to ask according to His what? Will. And how do I know His will? Through His what? Word. Through His what? Word. Not just through knowledge. Not through humming. Through His what? Word. Through His Word. Start reading His Word. Let His Word abide in you. It's amazing when you know the Ten Commandments, just right there, how much that can help you in your prayer life. Amen, say. I mean, to not steal, to not lie, to know that's wrong. Wait a minute. You might be really attracted to the sweet thing down the hall, but you're a married man. What's God's Word say? Shut your eyes. Quit it, fool. Does it say it? Sort of does, doesn't it? Amen, say. Yeah. Don't commit adultery. Proverbs 6 talks about, I mean, Proverbs 7, I believe, gives a whole chapter on the, on the ways of, a, of a, an enticing woman. And you can reverse that and be the same thing as a man. Okay? The point is, is that when we read God's Word, it's amazing how it can affect our prayers. Amen? Not by impressing God, but by not asking off-the-wall dumb things that are totally contrary to His will. Did I lose y'all this morning? Let's keep looking. And if we know that He hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of Him. Continuing on. Keep looking. I know God hears my prayer request when I pray according to His will. I know God hears my prayer request when I pray according to His will. That's how you know God hears you. I know God here. i got to have confidence. Now, if I am praying not according to His will, if I am praying something that's off the wall, that's not right, that's selfish, that's not, that's not correct, listen, I know I don't have confidence in that. But when I pray according to God's will, how do I know God's will? Through His Word. That really helps me. His Word. Then I can have confidence that God is hearing my prayer. Isn't that a beautiful thing? To pray and know He hears me. To pray and know that it's, it's going to be just like it's supposed to be because God has my best interest at heart. To pray like that. I know I have what I have asked of Him when I pray according to His will. Prayer is more than a what? It's more than a wish list. Okay? Prayer needs to be more than that. Prayer is understanding what? God's will and what? Promises according to His Word. That is prayer. It's understanding His will and it's understanding His promises. How are you going to know His will or His promises if you never read the Bible? And you need to be in the Word. You don't need to be a scholar. No. Just read His Word. You're going to please God by reading His Word and you're going to learn about Him. Ask yourself, why would God answer this prayer? When you pray. Ask, ask yourself right there after you get done praying. Why would God answer the prayer I just prayed? That'd be a good question, wouldn't it? Well, I need the money. Maybe you could sell some stuff. Amen. Say, maybe you could get the cable turned off. Yes or no? No, 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 no. We just go, you know, ask yourself why God would answer that prayer. Because I prayed according to the will of God. I prayed according to God's will. 
God, you know my financial situation. How about this? Lord, give me wisdom on how to deal with my finances. Now, Lord, the way I'm seeing is I need more money. (laughs) But, Lord, now, Lord, if you want to give me the more money, I'll take the more money. But, Lord, if there's things in my life that I can do, maybe work a little more, save or sell something, help me, Lord. Maybe I got this or that or I can change. But whatever, Lord, it is, according to your will, let me know. Because, Lord, you know me and the family need a little more money. Now, when I pray like that, I feel like pretty good about God's going to answer that prayer. I'm giving him lots of stuff there. Me, my wisdom. I'm giving him the garage. You know, I'm giving him the cable bill. You know, see what I'm saying? Yes or no? Instead of like just putting $10 in the plate expecting to get 1000 Yes or no? Pray according to God's will. His word should give the answer, by the way. Why should God answer this prayer? Here's the beautiful thing. When you can show it in yourself and in your heart, that well, it's because it's in the word. He'll answer this prayer. because, For example, Lord, I'm struggling tonight. My head's going crazy, Lord. i got so much on my mind. It's crazy, Lord. I'm thinking th- thoughts I shouldn't think, Lord. But to be able to meditate on His Word right then and to know that He said that He'll give, he'll give sleep and sweet sleep to those who love Him. Claim that promise, Lord. Claim that promise that, or that you're fearful, like my mama was, Psalm 91. He said He'll give angels charge over you. That's how my mama slept. She slept on the promises of God, even though there was a killer in the other room. How would you sleep when somebody told you they're going to kill you? I know the best way is to get out, and I wish she would have. But she stayed. But she still slept. How did she sleep? According to the will of God. She slept knowing based on the promises of God. Did I lose you on that, yes or no? How about sickness comes, cancer comes? How do you pray? Lord, deliver me from this cancer. I think that's fine to pray that way. On the other hand... Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, thou art with me. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. You see how you pray according to the will of God, yes or no? Trying to make, it's, it's not an easy message today, but I think it's sort of common sense. I'm trying. When I pray according to God's will and His promises, because God will not lie. I have absolute confidence that He not only hears, but will do what He said He will do. You've got to believe, man, if your head's crazy at night and you're having trouble sleeping. And this is a part of your life. And guys, I speak, I speak that way because this is me. This is what I struggle with many times. I have to have confidence. Gary, you need to rest. You need to rest in me. You can't change it, Gary. You can't go fix it all, Gary. But you can have confidence in me tonight. Rest in me tonight. Know that in the morning you'll get up and you can work on it then. But right now you need to calm down, sucker. (laughs) Amen. Just talking. Now we'll finish up really quick, Raj. I really want to talk about prayer today. There is a crazy little section that John ends here with. If any man see his brother sin a sin which is not unto death... He shall ask and he shall give him life.
for them that sin not unto death. There is a sin unto death. I do not say that he should pray for it. That's a crazy verse. I'm telling you. I read it like 50 times. Now, all unrighteousness is sin, and there is a sin not unto death. All right? Did I put any notes here? Just leave it blank. <laughs> the first thing I should do in my prayer life, now we talked about praying according to God's will, etc. We've already passed that. Now we're moving on. What about a brother or sister that's sinning? Well, the Bible says I should pray for them. And you should pray for them what? First, before you go over there and run over to them, tell them how it is and trying to fix them and everything like that. How about pray for that sinning brother what? First. Did y'all hear me? Okay. This is God's will. This is God's will. When you know somebody, be a family member, a friend, a member in the body of Christ, a member not in the body here at fellowship, but is a brother in Christ, you, this God's will that you pray for them if they're involved in some sin. You hear me, yes or no? That's what we should do. This is God's will, and God will do what? He will hear my prayer, okay? Now, is there a, is there a sin or sins that may lead to a brother or sister's death? Undoubtedly so. You know the way I look at this Scripture? Guys, there's a big planet out here. And there are some people involved. They might call themselves Christians. They very well may be. But they're involved in sin that's going to kill them. And I can spend the rest of my life praying for them. Or the facts can bear it out to me with a common head on my shoulders that if they keep doing that, it's going to kill them. And so I can spend the rest of my life praying and praying and praying and praying and praying and praying. But they just keep doing it. Or I can do this. That's going to kill them. I prayed and I prayed and I prayed. I'm going to move on now. And I'm going to pray for other people. I'm going to pray for other things. Did you all hear me, yes or no? Okay? You can figure out that verse if you want to. But there's no doubt that people, even believers, sin and they get involved in things and they leave this planet a little early. Amen. How many know somebody like that? Come on, raise your hand. You, you know that. You know, we see it all the time. Decisions people make. Horrible decisions. Dumb decisions. And we pray and pray and pray and pray and pray. But somehow it don't work out. They just, they just did. Because they made bad choices. Did I lose you or not? You think about it. The Bible's there for you too. I ain't the only one who tries to figure it out. Okay? What am I going to do in that situation? I'm going to ultimately pray for God's will to be done. Lord, I can't do this forever. I'm praying for them. I'm praying for them. I've gone to them. I've talked to them. I keep praying. I keep praying. But they're just, they're just controlled by the devil or led by the devil or making bad choices. I have no idea. But the bottom line is, listen, he does call them a brother, though, and he calls them a sister. Did you hear me? So can Christians be screwed up? Yes or no? Flat out. Ask me, okay? I've done this for a living. I could give you a list, all right? I have confidence, though, that God answers prayer. John finishes with a review of his letter. Let's read the verses and we're done. We know that whosoever is born of God sins not. But he that is begotten of God keeps himself, and that wicked one or Satan touches him not. Verse 18 is talking about habitual sin. A brother or sister who says they're born of God should not just habitually, habitually, habitually sin. And that is not the mark of a believer in Christ. Amen? And don't forget John's writing this letter to counteract these that are in authority, these that know they're know-it-alls, they've perverted the gospel, yet their lifestyle is not according to the Word of God. And he's really hammering these jokers. So don't forget that when you read this letter. We know that we're of God, and the whole world lies in wickedness. He's just reviewing what he's written. 
We know that the Son of God has come. Now, he's really reviewing now. He's going right back to the beginning. We know that the Son of God has come. They're lying. Those that say He didn't come in the flesh, they're lying. He's given us an understanding that we might know Him that is what? True. And we are in Him that is what? True. Even in His Son, Jesus Christ, this is the what? True God and eternal life. Little children, keep yourselves from idols. And I believe he's really pointing a finger right back at those jokers saying, look, what they've created is some false god, this knowledge thing, hmm, whatever, and it's an idol. I'm going to tell you something. You keep yourself away from this mess. And you worship the true God. What's his name? Jesus Christ. Did he come in the flesh? Absolutely. And so John ends his letter strong. Did we get that? Yes or no? Let's praise the Lord for his word this morning. Amen. Come on. We're done.